And that there is the voice of Gordon Miller. And he, of course, uh, giving his presentation before the CXO conference that has been hosted here at the SABC, the Renaissance Center, uh, where we are this morning. Uh, Ian Blackies is the COO of the SABC. And uh, he's, he's just come off the podium. Uh, it will make ourselves feel special to come and speak to us and, and have this conversation because the presentation on the stage is still very much linked to what he was talking about, which is data management and, and governance. Uh, Mr. Plakis, good morning to you and thank you for your time today. Thanks, Kathy, and that's Ian, please. That, that, that's fine. So let's firstly begin with big data. What is big ta- data? Because depending on different industries, it seems to mean different things. We know we're talking about information, but in the context of the conference that is happening today, what is big data? Yeah, so it's definitely not the package you have by your cell phone provider, (laughs) (laughs) and it's a couple of gigs. (laughs) Okay, so data in general is what is stored from different source systems, basically, that an organization will have. So whether that is an HR system, a finance system, um, but it could also come from, um, for example, Excel spreadsheets. But uh, in our world, it could come from callers calling in and and that voice recordings and things and that's the the ones it's normally called structured data that would be tabular form uh, you know it would more or less come from your existing source systems like HR the unstructured data would be data that is open-ended so if I were to ask you a question right now we do a poll um, do you like SAFM And if we have 10 people, you get 10 responses, it will be either yes, no, or maybe. But if I ask the question differently and say, what is your thoughts of SAFM? You're going to get 10 different responses. That's what big data is all about. So if you're looking in our world, besides the programs that goes out, and let's look at SAFM, 24-7, you know, 365, all that needs to be recorded. But all the calls coming in, needs to be analyzed as well you know so that once we not just record that as in playing it out that podcast but do analysis of that that's where big data comes in and when we hear corporations talk about data it's often described as you know the new gold that everybody wants to be able to get their hands on information that can teach them more about their businesses and help them really grow them to where they want them to be. So in the context of a corporation like the SABC, you know, you use the example of SAFM, but you've got a a, a huge, you know, and broad range of uh, different stations, different TV platforms. It's a lot of data um, that that you would have to manage. So how, how do you bring it all into a central point and begin to analyze it and, and, and ask what does it mean for us as a corporation? Yeah, no, v- very, very important. So, I mean, if you just take one radio station, um, SAFM, and we take that in our new digital world where we're going to, it's now no longer just limited to an FM signal. It's on different platforms. And because it's digital, we could actually have different content simultaneously on different platforms. So we've got to capture all of that, multiply that by 19, multiply it by the, the, the TV channels. So 
we will we will be creating what is called a data uh, warehouse, basically where we store our data. But it's not going to be a big bang approach, and then we uh, we do this project over a couple of years. We develop smaller components of that called data marts. So that will be specific to a business unit or a division, for example. And we incrementally build towards up our, our, our data warehouse. But at the same time, the new technologies, um, specifically for unstructured data, is data lakes. So putting all that data into data lakes, having then obviously there will be super users to be able to extract that data and to analyze that data uh, for us. And then the bigger uh, uh, end game where we're going is to have that in the data vault, um, which you then capture all your data. And as and when you can uh, bring that together and make sense of it, you can then monetize that. You know, you could come up with new products, services, uh, new value propositions for customers. We could, we, I, I don't think we'll get to the on-selling of the data, but I, we could enrich that. So you can imagine mm -hmm. advertisers on, on this platform. If we tell them right now, there's X amount of people listening to Kathy, and this is the demographics of that. This is the interest we, we could even have that. Mm -hmm. This is what they are looking to buy in the next week or month or year, you know. Can you, can you just imagine the power uh, that that has? It, it takes a lot to be able to, number one, put data together, right? But um, that's probably the, the easiest part of the process. To sit and to be able to dissect and analyze and make sense of what this data is yeah. in and of itself, is, <laughs> yeah. it, it's, it's really the big challenge. Mm. And, and it's easy to have data dumping. You mm. know, it's easy mm. to just like collect a whole lot of information, put it under, you know, a, a, a vault or put it under one umbrella. But coming to the nitty gritties of how do we begin to analyze this information? How do we use this, inf the, this information uh, to inform, uh, you know, our business strategies and where we're going? Mm. Realistically, uh, what are some of the core principles that you think it's going to take to be able to do that? Yeah. So uh, from a technology point of mm. view, that, that's an that's a easy uh, response. We've already invested in technology, so we'll be using um, Microsoft Azure services, basically. So we've got an enterprise agreement with them for the, all the suite of, of Microsoft. This is included in that, so that's the platform that's in place already. You know, we, we just need to obviously build um, uh, around that. So that takes care of the technology. Um, I'm busy putting together a center of excellence in my office, so it will be people that will be dedicated to business intelligence, knowledge management, basically, end-to-end. Mm -hmm. -end. But, but they will be the super users that creates the enablement for every single business user to be able to actually do their own reporting and extracting of the data, and that's where the richness come in. You know, you can imagine doing a query on Google, for example, if you're doing a Google search for a uh, ABC, doing that within our environment for the data that you're looking relevant to, to our environment. That's where we're going. You know? mm. And when it comes to this information, because it is also so valuable, I mean, uh, is this information that is going to be available just publicly or will you be uh, saving some information to keep it in-house? Yeah. Look, that's where classification of data comes in. Mm. Your first part of any data management project is data classification. What data uh, needs to be secured and how it needs to be secured and, 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 and when, until when it needs to be secured. So there will always be an element of that data that would not be shared. Then there's an element of data that we would want to share 
to enrich basically either a value proposition or a mm-hmm. product or service. You know, so advertising customers, for example, you know, the information that I just mentioned now, who's, who's listening to this right now, that well, that will be valuable information to them. Obviously, we pre- we're still protecting people because it's not an in- individual; it's the demographic of the, of the person. You know, so so yes, the, the, it's, it's a really exciting time uh, for the organization where we're going. And uh, it's going to be amazing. When you look at the issue of management and governance, which is part of the presentation that you have uh, been giving here this morning, what do you think are just some of the core issues that um, any entity, because this, this conference is about sharing information with other industry leaders on how to manage data. So what do you think are some of the core issues that uh, people in a role like yours need to be mindful of uh, when it comes to the setting up of these processes? Yeah. So there, there's best practices out there in terms of how to go in about this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's great tool sets out there. Um, you know, there's many others other than the one I, I've mentioned we're using and the logical reason why we're using it. Um, so most people that are that have the experience, obviously, in CIO roles and, and uh, chief information officer roles and chief data officer roles will understand that, you know. And, and hence why in my presentation I said I can share our, our data governance strategy with them. I can I can share the model, the framework for them. But you can't reuse that because it's unique to our organization, not even to an industry. Mm-hmm. You know, the way we do things here, our culture um, of doing things over here will influence uh, uh, that as well. You know, so being a state-owned entity and certain information that, that uh, needs to be available in public and others that obviously can't, some that needs to be shared with parliament and things like that, you know. So data classification and having an, a framework in place uh, to establish data management is, is really critical. Just more broadly, why do you think that individuals and, and entities need to care about big data? Okay. So in my presentation, I actually mentioned that uh, big data, you can perceive it as your goal, you, uh, you can perceive it as an, a valuable asset. But if you do not manage the data privacy around that, mm. it can very easily become a liability and a nightmare. You can imagine, and you've seen some of the organizations, I won't mention their names, um, where there were data breaches. You know, mm. they lost uh, uh, customers after that. Um, there were huge reputational damages to the organization Mm -hmm. there was fines imposed on them and obviously people were suing them as well so it's critical that you you don't only have a governance uh, uh, strategy and framework around it but you really really make this a core part Mm -hmm. of your data Mm -hmm. business Mm -hmm. when it comes to what you can share with us and what the risks even in the form of breaches security breaches are concerned uh, I mean what is an an entity like the SABC what are some of the the core risks that you are finding yourself uh, having to constantly guard against so uh, we saw what happened with the Justice Department in terms of those breaches is there. There's been, you know, the health department, some units of the health department that have also come under threat. And that gives us a picture of sometimes what people are looking for. The city of Joburg is one of those that hackers have also been able to break into. So there seems to be a lot of interest in public entities. 
I, I think you you're seeing it in public entities because maybe the security is uh, not where it should be in the public entities. Um, I can assure you every single organization uh, is being targeted and attacked. Um, in fact, the question is not if you're going to be attacked, it's um, when and how soon you can recover. Because by the time you, you realize that you are attacked, it's actually about six months have bypassed where they, you've been vulnerable already and they've collected the data. So it's, it's really critical that we, we protect that. In, in our world, obviously, the obvious stuff that people would be interested in is, is people's financial information or mm. personal information that mm. they could uh, abuse, basically. But if you come to our core business, if we have a, a strategy, and, and let's look at your line of business, the lineup for the new financial year, mm-hmm. uh, people would want to get uh, access to that beforehand and abuse that and maybe mm-hmm. go and poach people or do some things like that. So different people out there want different information to abuse it for obviously ulterior motives. So, so I suppose the best that uh, any organization can do is ensure that it's spending what it needs to on, on security. Is it a very costly exercise? If you're starting off from the beginning, yes it is. So, um, you know, technology is not cheap, uh, that is expensive and then you need to skill up uh, the organization as well. Um, as I said, the fortunate thing for us is we've already got those agreements in place mm-hmm. that we can leverage. You know, so the cost will be substantially reduced. Uh, we've got an agreement with Microsoft that they're actually assisting us um, in getting the software up and running uh, as well. So right now the cost is very minimum. Um, but yeah, if you're starting off and depending on what infrastructure you, you already have in place, it can be a very costly exercise. I'll, I'll just give you one example. One aspect of, of data protection is a, um, a system uh, or process called DLP, Data Loss Protection. Mm-hmm. So it's password protection, for example. Your passwords uh, have to change every th- uh, 30 days, for example. We can go so far as to block USB ports um, you know, on your laptop so that you can't take that data out. You know, so if you don't have those things in place, the basics already, then mm-hmm. it is a very, very costly exercise. If you already have those basics in place, and it's obviously just in terms of knowledge management, business intelligence, then it's less. Yeah. Ian Plakis, we're going to have to leave it there for this morning. He is the CEO of the SABC. It's also 10.30. It's time for me to head on over to uh, the news desk with Luanda. Luanda, good morning.